Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Let's talk today about the evolution of swear words. Being a gentleman mindful of how I was raised, I cannot actually say any of them. Just my damn luck. Sorry about that, I slipped up there, but it sort of proves my point, which is this. Words that would have gotten me grounded as a kid are not considered so awful anymore. Four-letter words that would have earned me some serious downtime had I uttered them as a 12-year-old are today part of many 12-year-olds' standard vocabulary. To me, that's a serious erosion of our national character and morals, but I'm just an old guy, so what do I know? You know the words I mean. One word in particular. I'm sure I don't have to spell it out for you. I watch a lot of sports on television, and I see athletes mouth the word all the time after booting a ground ball or missing a basket. Occasionally during the 2020 baseball season, I even heard it. It's amazing what the microphones pick up when there are no fans in the stands. There was a time when such lapses would have brought down the wrath of federal regulators. Now hardly anyone thinks anything of it. Not that it matters, but I do. So many times I've attended sporting events where the fans express their displeasure with an unpopular call by shouting BS in unison, except they don't use the initials. I know people who use such words in anger toward their own children. I also have heard teenagers say them to their own parents. It's almost as if all the old swear words have become so much a part of the vernacular that they've lost their impact. Just listen to primetime dramas on TV. I'm not just talking about the streaming services you pay for, but the network shows that everybody gets. The curse words fly freely. I don't need to hear such graphic references to bodily functions, even if the word is used completely in the context of something else. Prudish as that must sound, I do not consider myself a prude. I've been known to let loose a profanity or two in my time, but I can't recall doing so in public. It's true that the profanity police can go a little too far at times. My wife tells me that when she was a child, she and her brother were forbidden to even say, shut up, to each other. The preferred alternative, shush. I can just imagine it. Shush. No, you shush. Heartfelt sibling sentiment for sure, but hopelessly lame by today's standards. There's another aspect of this evolution of curse words, and it is the belief that they actually provide benefits. Researchers at the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts insist that those of us who curse now and then are not necessarily dolts, but might be quite intelligent. I am incredulous, but encouraged. They also say cursing improves pain tolerance. Researchers discovered that saying the S-word instead of shoot made pinching one's finger in the car door a little less painful. Similarly, plunging one's hand into a bucket of ice water was more tolerable when subjects dropped the big bomb itself, the mother of all curse words, instead of a benign word like phooey. Finally, the Massachusetts researchers listed one other benefit. If swearing stops you from fighting, you've expressed your anger, but you have avoided a bloody nose or worse. You know, you can't argue with that logic. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.